Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. KWTX at 4 starts now. Happy Friday to you and happy early Mother's Day to all of you moms out there. Love you, yes, Camille. Yes, out there. Yes, yes thank you. <laughs> I'm Lauren Westbrook here with meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. And last night, KWTX aired Monster from the Sky. You may have caught that one-hour documentary that looks back at the 1953 Waco tornado that ripped through the downtown area. If you did miss it, that's okay. The film is available on our website. The QR code on your screen will take you directly to that page if you go up and scan it. Camille, you watched it Tuesday. We were there at the screening. What was one of the moments that stood out to you? You know, I definitely think there was a moment where one of the survivors was talking and they were talking about how there were no phone lines and they had a friend with them and they were going to have to talk to her parents um, mm -hmm. about her location and her condition and things like that. And that really struck a, a bone with me and it was just like, I need, like, that would be terrifying. And for them to not only live that, but have to relive that and tell us that story, it was a beautiful moment to mm -hmm. for her to be able to share that with, with us and with the world, really. And so a lot of the old pictures were really amazing to see, too. First time ever some of those have been uh, seen by the public eye. So that's been a really wonderful thing that's come together from this documentary. We've come so far because that tornado happened and because those folks went through what they went through uh, with technology and how we deal with severe weather. Once again, you can check out the full film on kwtx.com slash Waco Tornado. Let's get started with our daily four now. Yes, the first one. Yeah, we're yeah. going to kick things off with weather, Camille. Absolutely. So if you're making plans for Mother's Day weekend, you're already thinking, what is the weather going to be like outside? Well, I'll go ahead and just tell you that an umbrella is going to be needed this weekend. We've got rounds of rain possible in Central Texas and it's not going to be an all day every day kind of everybody sees rain so it's just going to be kind of hit or miss so yeah. umbrellas will be needed maybe if you have outdoor picnics or plans maybe have a plan B too because it will be a little soggy. Definitely. There are a lot of events going on throughout Central Texas too this weekend uh, leading up to Mother's Day. So be sure to check with those organizers and make sure they aren't switching things up or postponing those events as we expect some showers. Yep, see there are those rounds of rain, the first of which doesn't come until late tonight and into early tomorrow morning. That's round one that will set off rounds of rain. You notice how Saturday those rain chances ramp up. Uh, Sunday, widespread rain expected too across the state. So even if your mom doesn't live here and you're traveling across the state of Texas, it looks like you're going to run into rain in pretty much every single direction that you go. Heading into next week, the good news is the rain should start to taper off, but definitely a soggy weekend expected here in Central Texas. But I do want to again mention that it's not going to be an all day, every day kind of rain. It'll just be rounds and rounds of it moving through. Okay, well pockets. Thank you, Camille. And on to number two in our daily four, taking you to space. Space tourism may soon be getting a bit closer to reality. A California startup 
says it will use a SpaceX rocket to launch what it hopes to be the world's first commercial space station into orbit. VAST is what it's called, V-A-S-T, and they're hoping for that to launch as early as August of 2025. The founder, Jed McCaleb, says he's investing $300 million of his own money into the project, but acknowledges it may cost even more than that. VAST says it will use a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket to launch its Haven 1 space station, and it hopes to then sell four crewed seats on the first mission to the outpost. No word on how much those tickets would cost. VAST is not without competition either. Other companies are working to develop private space stations. Several have the support of NASA, which is looking to replace the aging International Space Station. That's been in orbit for 23 years. We were talking to our producer about the meals they're hoping to provide on this luxurious experience in mm -hmm. space if it ends up being safe. So should be interesting, Camille. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to sell those tickets. Are they going to do it on one of the kayak sites or Priceline? Maybe we'll have to <laughs> yeah. see where they sell those tickets and how much they're going to cost. Would you do it? I would. Yeah, I, I think I would too. I'm an adrenaline junkie and I've gone skydiving before. You do? I knew, uh, yes, I remember yes. that. <laughs> yes, I do. And yeah. We will go together. How about okay. that? Take us. <laughs> Can SpaceX. you get a two for one deal? Yeah. Maybe we'll there split the go. price there. <laughs> all right, on to number three in our daily four. Yes, okay, so this is all about baby names. The list of popular baby names for 2022 is out, and you'll see a mostly familiar names that uh, are going to top the list. You want to know what they are, Lauren? The names? I was trying to guess because. You know, and I wondered if you looked at it too. I did look at it. Yeah. Did you guess the top two? No, I didn't guess the top okay. two. All right. But here they are. There's Olivia and Liam. Each took number oh. one spot, and Liam is the number one spot for the sixth year in a row. So that's wow. very popular. And believe it or not, Olivia is th uh, the top name for the fourth year in a row. On the top five on boys list, it also includes Noah, Oliver, James, and Elijah. As for the girls, Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, and Sophia, that's the t runs out the top five. And there's only one new name that made the top 10 list for this year, and that is Luna. I actually know a Luna, a baby Luna. Oh, yes. that's so, so sweet. Yes. <laughs> well, the lists have been compiled by the Social Security Administration since 1997. They also include the fastest rising names, which include Dutton for boys and Renly for girls. What do you think about those two trendier new names, too? Yeah, those are trendy, I guess. What I looked at with the list that just came out that you went through in last year's is people are tending to take it back and go a little bit more classic with the names. So Guilty while, Dut Dutton, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while Dutton and Renly, I guess, are, are trendy, I mean, they're still pretty solid names. They I like are. That. Yeah. Yes, they're so sweet. Yes. <laughs> we love new babies and we love new baby names. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm ready to go snuggle her babies now. Okay, <laughs> taking a look at number four in our daily four, and we brought some snacks for this one. If you like savory and spicy, you've probably tried Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Frito-Lay released this popular snack back in 1991. They have and followed ever since. Now the story behind this hot snack is becoming a movie. Do you like these, Camille? I do. Uh, yeah. Are you I a just, spicy I person, hate, I, I am such a spicy person, but yes. I don't like... We've had a conversation about this before, too, the Cheeto dust. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the Cheeto dust, but the flavor is amazing. <laughs> if we come back from commercial break with it all over our face, you know what happened. Because Hulu <laughs> released this first trailer for Flamin' Hot this week. It tells the story of Richard Montañez, a Frito-Lay janitor who turns his Mexican-American heritage into the snack food 
Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Now there's a bit of controversy around this film. The Frito-Lay company told the Los Angeles Times in May of 2021 that Montañez did not actually create Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but that they value his contributions and insight into Hispanic customers for this product. Jesse Garcia takes on the lead role in this. Other cast members include Annie Gonzalez, Dennis Haysbert, and Tony Shalhoub. Eva Longoria directed this movie. Okay, Eva? Yeah. Yeah, and it premieres on Hulu. Disney Plus as well. That's on June 9th. I've read a film critic's report on it, and he said it's pretty good. So yeah, I'll go see it. You know, and Eva, I'll eat some Cheetos. Yeah, Eva Longoria. <laughs> she's a Texas gal too. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up, the 76th annual Rodeo Colleen returns. We'll get the details on how you can participate after the break. Get your Tito, Lauren. Yep. We are back at getting you ready for Rodeo Colleen, a volunteer supported nonprofit organization that preserves and promotes Western heritage, values, and traditions. Next week, May 18th through the 20th, they're hosting the annual Rodeo Colleen in its 76th year over in Bell County. And here to tell us why this rodeo is so special to the community is Brett Gordon, the co chair for the Rodeo Colleen Committee. Thanks for joining us, Brett. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I'm loving your hat. You're all festive, ready to go. And first off, you got to tell us about the Rodeo Colleen organization, why it's so important to preserve Western heritage. Well, as we look back at the history of Colleen, uh, before it became a military town, you know, this, uh, we were surrounded by a lot of ranches. So we have that Western, that cowboy uh, heritage here. Uh, and a lot of that still lives on. Uh, if you look at the at our volunteers that make up Rodeo Colleen. Uh, most of them have been uh, with the organization anywhere from 10, 20, 30, even some people that have been supporting Rodeo Colleen for 40 years. Uh, and these people come back year and year after year to help put on this show for the community um, and just keep that spirit of the Western culture alive here. One of the things that makes this event so special is that it's also a canned food drive. How can people participate in that and where is their food going? So that's a great thing we do uh, each year. And this year uh, in its second year, Nile Maxwell of Colleen is our title sponsor. Uh, one thing they do is they start collecting food, uh, canned food items uh, that will go to the Colleen Food Bank. Uh, so individuals instead of purchasing a $15 rodeo ticket they can bring in four canned goods uh, they can take it to Nile Maxwell and uh, exchange those four canned goods for a free ticket or you can bring it to the gates of the day of the, sh of the rodeo and uh, get your free ticket with four canned goods uh, you get that ticket and last year we raised uh, or we collected more than 6,000 pounds of food I think it totaled about $45,000 that we gave to the food bank, which went to those families in need throughout Lean. How does it make you feel at the end of the rodeo when you get that total and you're able to present that to the food bank? Oh, it is my, uh, it actually blows our mind uh, to see the generosity uh, that the people bring, uh, you know, with the food drive. A lot of times people will have their own tickets or have already bought them, and they still bring canned goods uh, for that worthwhile cause. 
Wow, 76 years is a long time. You can't do that without the support of the community. How are local businesses still coming together to support the rodeo? So, because we are a nonprofit organization, uh, we're really not trying to make a profit. So we have to rely on our local businesses and our local community leaders for uh, sponsorship donations. That's what makes the rodeo run. Those dollars that those businesses and community leaders uh, donate to us to put on this rodeo each year, uh, without them, it couldn't uh, happen. And what's really important is that we try to get the message out is look at the sponsors that we have each year. And those are the places we encourage uh, everyone that comes out to the rodeo to frequent those businesses, return back to them everything they've been given to us. Great. And if you head to the rodeo Thursday when everything kicks off May 18th, I hear you can get some good barbecue, right? Absolutely. For our military, active military and their family members, if they uh, come over to the Clean Special Events Center, which is just adjacent to the rodeo grounds, uh, starting at 530, the Association of the United States Army and Big Hoss Barbecue are sponsoring a free barbecue for those uh, military members. Uh, once they come through there and get their dinner, we'll give them a free ticket to the rodeo, which will start at about 7.15 with a demonstration by the 1st Cavalry Horse Detachment. And then the rodeo starts at eight o'clock. What's in store for the next couple of days after the kickoff with the barbecue? So Friday night, we have our city of uh, Colleen City Employee Night, where city employees of Colleen with proper ID can get in free. Um, and then we'll have our pre-show that night, or that night, uh, starting with mutton busting, and then go into the rodeo at eight o'clock. Followed by Saturday, we have our educator night, where we honor those educators uh, from KISD, CTC, and Texas A&M University. Uh, Central Texas, uh, any faculty member or a staff member of those organizations, uh, they come in, we let them in free as well. Okay, and with our last few seconds, anything new you're looking forward to this year? So this will be the first year where we uh, have mutton busting and that's for uh, youth age 49 uh, can come out and uh, get on a sheep and and we'll turn them loose through the arena and uh, they all get judged on on their style of riding and then we'll get an award after the the mutton busting. Also new for this year is the first time in Colleen's history, uh, but not first time in rodeo, is women's uh, professional breakaway roping. So if you wanna see some fast packed action with our women athletes as they come compete with their horses, uh, this is a great venue to come see. Brett Gordon, thank you so much and best of luck planning the 76th annual Rodeo Colleen that kicks off next week, Thursday, May 18th. You can scan the QR code that's on your screen right now to find out all the information you need if you want to head out there. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much and we'll see everyone next week.